this is Matt, and welcome to another edition of the Studio Rats podcast. Yes, I am back in the mobile studio today, so hopefully the background noise will be okay. So yesterday I misspoke when I was talking about Bandcamp. Yesterday I said that if you were to upload a WAV file to Bandcamp, that your fans would be able to download it. Turns out that isn't true. Bandcamp only offers uh, lossless and lossy downloads, so if you upload a WAV file, they're going to automatically convert it into MP3, AAC file, or Apple Lossless or FLAC, and there's a couple other different uh, formats that they support as well. So, a little misinformation there on my part, but uh, hopefully that didn't cause anyone too much distress. So you're probably wondering why I'm making a big deal out of the fact that you, that you can upload lossless files to Bandcamp. Well, the cool thing about lossless files is that they're bit for bit the same as a regular WAV file. So if you take um, a WAV file and a FLAC file, they sound identical, or they should sound identical. Basically, the lossless audio compression is akin to data compression, where you would um, zip up a file. You know, if you were to download an application off the internet, uh, it's, most likely it's going to be zipped up. You unzip it, and the program opens. Obviously, if the, the compression, the data compression, was throwing away some bits, that program would be corrupted and wouldn't play. So as I was researching um, more information about Bandcamp, I was looking at my iTunes library and realized that some of the files that I had downloaded of my band from, from Bandcamp were in 16-bit Apple lossless. And I had, in fact, uploaded 24-bit files. And I was kind of curious as to why that happened. I thought, well, maybe Apple lossless doesn't support 24-bit files. So I did some, I converted some files in iTunes, and sure enough, Apple lossless files will support the 24-bit word length. So then I thought, well, shoot, maybe for some reason the files that I downloaded from Bandcamp really are 24-bit, and for whatever reason, iTunes is just recognizing them as a 16-bit file. So what I did was do some null tests. Basically what a null test is, you take two files, put them in your DAW, and on one of the channels, you reverse the polarity. On some plugins, it may be you may need to reverse the phase, but that's actually a misnomer. Phase has to do with time differences between signals, whereas polarity is basically, uh, if you think of your speakers, it would be if you reverse the red and the black lead, the, the positive and the negative. So you take these two files. One um, on one channel, you insert some sort of plugin where you can reverse the polarity. You set the faders exactly the same and play both tracks. And if the files are identical, you should hear absolutely nothing. Because basically the, the wave files are going to cancel each other out because they're exact opposites of each other. If there are differences, you, are, you will hear it. Sometimes it will be very low level. Sometimes it will be um, you know, very audible. So it's a great way to, to check if you need to confirm that two files are identical or if they're in fact different. So, going back to what I did was I took my 24-bit source file, converted it into an Apple lossless file, and then did the null test. And sure enough, it passed. Heard absolutely nothing. So, I felt good about the results of that. It's like, okay, well, I know that Apple lossless does support 24-bit files. So then I was curious as to what was happening at Bandcamp. Next, what I did was I took a 24-bit source file and the FLAC file that I downloaded from Bandcamp. 
and I did the null test and that passed. Both were identical. So then now I got to the, the real heart of the matter was I took my 24-bit source file and the AAC file from Bandcamp, which iTunes said was 16-bit, did a null test, and that failed. Obviously, the files were different because the Apple lossless file was a 16-bit file. So then I took the... And I'm sorry, this is, this is probably a bit nerdy for some people, but eh, this stuff's, I think this stuff is good to know. It's good to know what, what type of files you're delivering to, to your fans or your customers. So then I took the 24-bit source file, converted it to 16-bit in Logic, and then I took the Apple lossless file from Bandcamp, which we know was 16-bit, did the null test, and that failed, which was interesting, but then I realized, well, it's probably either comes down to use of different dither, because obviously when I took the 24-bit to 16-bit, I used dither, and I assumed that either Bandcamp is truncating the file or applying some sort of dither, and the chances of us using the same dither are pretty slim. Now, the difference in this file was very low. On the meter that I was using, which was the free TT dynamic range meter, and the signal level read at about negative 87, negative 88 decibels. So the differences were very small, and that's right in the range where, where the, the dither noise would be introduced. So I was pretty confident that Bandcamp was probably dithering the files. But just to confirm it, I created a 16-bit version of my 24-bit source file and converted it down with absolutely no dither. And then I took the Apple lossless file from Bandcamp, did the null test, and that failed. So that tells me that Bandcamp is, in fact, dithering down 24-bit files to 16-bit, which is great. Because if you don't, you get some distortion in the real low uh, levels. For a screaming rock tune, that's probably not going to make much of a difference. But if you have an acoustic recording or maybe a small ensemble you can hear the difference in the low-level details. You might lose some of the um, reverb tails prematurely, or if there's a lot of room ambience, you might lose some detail there. So that was good news. So basically what this comes down to is, as it stands now, if you want to offer 24-bit files for download to your fans through Bandcamp, you basically need to steer people to the FLAC file because that will be an exact representation of what you uploaded. I'm going to shoot an email off to Bandcamp and ask them why their Apple lossless files are dithered down to 16-bit, why they don't support the full 24-bit resolution. And, and hopefully we'll get an answer, and maybe, they, maybe they're not aware of what's happening. Maybe they can put in a different uh, sample rate conversion um, program or algorithm and, and get that fixed so that uh, the 24-bit files will show up in the Apple Lossless downloads. So that's going to wrap up this edition of the Studio Rats podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Hope that wasn't too boring. Um, this kind of stuff interests me, so I will try to get back to some more real-world uh, recording techniques in the next few episodes to uh, win back anyone who thinks I'm being too geeky. So until next time, go out there and record something. <laughs>